I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything. Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. writing this down this is good stuff hey it's john this is john helps you write better and i thought you know if you weren't doing anything you know we could we could i guess write better here we go i am recording this episode about 90 seconds after i had lunch my plate is in the sink you know, I washed it off. It's sitting there just like two seconds ago. I walked back in here. I turned the microphone on and here we are. And recording, if I'm looking at my to-do list for today, is the one, ninth, eighth, eighth thing on my to-do list. Eight things. It's just lunchtime. It's been a busy morning. That's not counting the hour I spent in therapy or the hour I was at the gym. It's been a busy morning. It's been a busy day. It continues to be a busy day. I don't know if I'm going to get through the long to-do list I have planned, which has me thinking today about my relationship with time. I've always had what I would consider to be a bad relationship with time, thanks to a number of factors outside of my control. I learned these behaviors. I was traumatized into having these behaviors. I'm anxious and I received a lot of shame and a lot of guilt and a lot of uh, browbeating for the possibility of being late. And even if you're on time, you're five minutes late, you know, that sort of train of thought that at the very least, I am usually 20, 30, 45 minutes early to anything. Um, and I will often occupy myself with additional things to be working on while I'm so early. I routinely would show up an hour to two hours ahead of everything out of a fear that, you know, if I wasn't early, then I would show up five minutes in and everything would be ruined, whatever nebulous nonsense that means. Likewise, though, it doesn't only extend to me showing up for things. It also extends to my understanding of how long something will take. Right now, uh, one of the things on my to-do list that I don't know if I'll get to is I've, I've got a, uh, a workshop planned for YouTube for later this coming week. You'll hear it. Uh, I've got it scheduled for Wednesday evening. So um, you'll, you'll hear it then. It'll be live then, and it'll be up on YouTube thereafter. And if you were to ask me, well, how many slides are you making? I can tell you roughly it's already about 15. I think it's going to probably go to about 20. But if you were to ask me how long it would take to make those slides, I could easily say, oh, 10 minutes, because I know exactly what I have to create. I, I have notes for it. But I could also easily just say three hours. I have to write a blog. I have to write a, a sub stack for next week. If you were to ask me how long that would take, I'll tell you probably all day. Now, it won't take me all day. The last one I did took me about an hour and a half. The one before that took me about an hour. The one before that took two hours. It's, it's not all day. It, it's variable. My relationship to time is variable. I'm not 
always late. I'm frequently early. I'm often afraid of being perceived as late or being perceived as not good with time and not good with estimating time and not good at understanding time. And when I sit down and I do these things and I record, the clock, the timer on the recording is huge. I, I zoom in on it, so I stare at it, so I see exactly how many minutes and seconds and hundredths. Is it hundredths? Tens? No, it's, sorry, it's thousandths. Thousandths of a second this thing tracks to. Why? Why do I care so much? Because I have it in my head that a good job, something done well, should take a certain amount of time. And if I'm as good as I'm supposed to be, as I feel I need to be in order to be loved or liked or listened to or anything like that, then I need to produce the highest quality work in the shortest amount of time with the least amount of issues, errors, wrinkles, or problems. One of the nice things about audio is that you don't know when I stop and pause or when I backtrack and repeat a sentence or when I you know, lose my train of thought and then pause it and I have to come back later. It's also the same in text. You don't know if I wrote a paragraph and then the next paragraph came 20 minutes later after I went to the kitchen and checked the mail and stood outside for a second. You don't know. There's an asynchronous nature to that part of time in your relationship. There is an asynchronous nature to me, misunderstanding and misestimating, underestimating, overestimating, not estimating good enough how to handle time. And I hear this from a lot of writers. I hear this so much from writers when they talk about their draft and they talk about how fast they should be going or why isn't it done yet? Or why is it taking so long? Or I'm writing so slowly. Or it seems like I'm not making any progress. And my question to you is why does that matter to you? Are you, like me, somebody who thinks that good should be faster than bad? And that if you were really good and really flawless, that you could get it done very quickly? And that, you know, as an indicator of your goodness, you have finished early and you have a lot of free time like you were a kid in class and there was a test and you got done early so you were allowed to play like do you have a relationship with time that says that if something is taking you too long it's because you're bad or wrong or stupid or missing something or not good because other people whomever they might be whether they're real or imaginary other people would be would be or could be or should be getting it or doing it faster or better. If it were good enough, it wouldn't take so long. All thoughts like that are profoundly inaccurate because we don't measure time with creative output. It doesn't matter. There exists time inside creative output, but the amount of time it takes to do a thing doesn't really matter. Let's, let's think about it this way. You write a book, whether or not it's published, you write a book and you give that thing to someone for, you know, to someone to read. Do you think that having said nothing about it to them, knowing nothing about it other than the fact that you wrote this book, do you think it's going to occur to that person to ask how long it took you to write and that your answer 
whether you say, oh, it took me a month, six months, a year, two years, 10 years, do you think that number is going to really stick with them? Yes, sure. They might draw some kind of conclusion, maybe correctly or incorrectly, as to like really, really long amount of time or really, really short amount of time. But if you say, oh, it took, you know, nine months or eight months, do you think there's enough of a division there in that extra 30 days to really uh, change or affect their thinking? Do you think they'll think less of you because you said, oh, it took, you know, four drafts, not five, just four or uh, it took 31 days, not 33, as if something that feels significant to you is equally significant to them, even though they are unaware of how much work you had to do over whatever amount of time. Do you think somebody at a bookstore cares about the number of drafts the author did when they're holding the finished book in their hand? Now, I understand that when I bring this up, people get real defensive. They get real agitated because I, I guess on some level they feel I'm attacking their work ethic. I'm saying you're not working hard enough. I'm sure you're working as hard as you are willing and wanting and able to work right now. I am sure that under different circumstances, be that without capitalism, be that without a day job, be that with universal basic income, be that with freedom and liberation for all, you'd work more and more freely with less stress. I'm sure because that should be the ideal human condition. But I'm not saying that you're not working hard enough and therefore you are bad because I think the Protestant work ethic is one of the reasons why the planet is dying. So I'm not going to tie the goodness of your work and the goodness of your effort and the goodness of you as an existent being. I'm not going to tie that to the rate at which you work. This is not, you know, how many times can you press the button and receive a pellet as a rat in a box? This is, how are you doing? Just, how's the writing going? What can you do? Do you care if you could work faster or slower? Are you happy with the rate at which it's coming? Why? Is it for you or are you busy anticipating the other people? Are you worried that they'll think less of you? Are you worried that you have some kind of reputation as a smart or, for me, a gifted and talented kid should be a gifted and talented adult? That other people place this burden of expectation on you and you have to live up or worse, exceed it in order to be good enough. Time can do that. Time is one of those ways we measure all the things that we can't measure otherwise. We say somebody in a sport is better because they're faster. We say somebody who accomplishes things in a short amount of time must have better skill. That's not necessarily true. Skill and time are two independent things because if we look at creative efforts, it doesn't matter how long it took to carve the statue. What matters is how nice the statue is and how much it reflects or says what the artist intended. Do you care how long it takes to paint a painting? Or do you just want to appreciate the painting for what it is? Don't let time override your sense of progress. Don't let time dictate to you some frame for reality that is inaccurate to your experience. It's not taking too long. 
because there isn't a right amount of time it should be taking. It's not going too slow because there isn't a speed limit you're supposed to be maintaining while you write. If you're more accurately upset with your production and you expect more of yourself, that's different. That takes time out of it. When you expect more from yourself, the better question to follow up with is, how can I deliver on this or is my expectation unrealistic? Sometimes it's unrealistic because you're not factoring in other things like a day job or kids or stress or illness or whatever else is going on. And other times, yes, you are kind of laying back a bit too much out of some other fear. Afraid to try, afraid to fail, afraid of the next steps, afraid of getting stuck so you're avoiding doing it at all. Whatever it might be, there's there's something other than time at the root of those questions and issues. But so often when we're creative, we let time kind of take over and manage a lot of that stuff. And there's no reason to. We don't we don't benefit from caring so much about time. When I bring that up and I say that, somebody almost always says, but what about deadlines? So let's talk about deadlines before we go today. Deadlines are a thing. In traditional publishing, deadlines are a huge deal. But they're only a huge deal at certain times. They're a big deal when it comes to submission. It's a big deal when it comes to getting paid. And it's a big deal when it comes to release. But all the little steps in between, the turnaround for feedback, the waiting for beta readers, the waiting for a cover design, the marketing strategy, the time it takes to hear back from submission, all those things, there's no deadline. There's flexibility. There's variability. Traditional publishing retains its hurry-up-and-wait structure. Because that way they can keep being in charge. They can keep doing the stuff they're doing. And we, outside of that industry, don't need to apply their metrics and rubrics to our work as though they're universal templates. Because self-publishing, you get to determine your own timeline. Writing, you get to determine your own timeline. And if you set an unreasonable goal because you think that's somehow going to qualify you or demonstrate to others as you're good or better than other people or that it'll just feel nice and you push yourself too hard, where where do you think you're going to benefit from that? How do you think you're going to benefit from that? Think about your relationship with time. Think about how you assign deadlines. Deadlines can be useful, sure, but they can also just be tools we use to punish ourselves. Oh, I didn't make the deadline. I must be a bad person. Oh, I set another deadline and had to move it. I really suck at scheduling. I must really have a problem. Yes, you have a problem because you set up unrealistic deadlines, not that you are not good enough to accomplish them. Let's think about this outside of writing just for a second. What if we were to set a deadline for something physical? I want to run a marathon. Great. You want to run a marathon when? What seems to be a reasonable amount of time? Assuming you know nothing about marathoning or triathlon. Let's add some extra events to it, right? You want to do a triathlon. Okay. 
You know nothing about the rigors of moving from running to swimming to bike riding. Okay. How long do you think it would take to get ready? Do you think you could be ready to run a full triathlon next week? How about Saturday? How about a month from now? How about two months from now? What are you doing next Thursday? How come when we frame it like that, we immediately start to see that it's unreasonable to expect a major effort done on a short timeline with minimal education or minimal awareness of expectation or training? Why is it okay to look at ourselves and say, hey, we can't run a triathlon tomorrow. We don't know anything about it. We're not ready. But when we turn around and look at writing, which is itself a different kind of creative triathlon, how come we're unable to look at that and go, I can't do all the, I can't write 100,000 words in two drafts in four days? Why? Why, why do you think that is? Why do we let ourselves talk about our creativity in a different way than our time and understanding with other activities? What makes creativity so variable and subject to our dismissal more than everything else is being subject to our approval? You set your relationship to time. You're in charge. If you think it's taking too long, figure out why you think that instead of thinking about how fast you should be going. If you're worried it's taking too long, ask yourself why. What do you think you're supposed to be doing that you're not already doing? If the answer is just, I should be writing more, well, then ask yourself why you're not writing more. And if it's all just unreasonable because it boils down to better writers write differently than I do, yeah, other people write differently. That doesn't make them better. That just makes them different. Think about your relationship with time today. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.